If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yeah. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it! That's really it! And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) As a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) Change.Dork. Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Ooh, is that a cupcake? It's a muffin. It's a muffin. It's a muffin? I got a muffin. Look at that. The wife made blueberry muffins for breakfast. She made them? Yes, she made them. I miss you. You look so cuddly and huggable. You look so svelte and chiseled. What you doing? (laughs) Eating carrots? Yeah. Do you remember that story? Have I ever told a story on the podcast about Arnold Schwarzenegger telling me to eat carrots? No. Nope. What? I I was training for something, and I was working out in the gym with my trainer, and Arnold Schwarzenegger walked into the gym, and it was when he was governor. And like he had, he had like Secret Service, state level, whatever they are, state trooper guys with him and everything. And he's walking around. And I didn't know if he was like there just because he knew the owner of the gym or if he was like, I am governor. I am doing a tour of facility. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks right over to me. And I don't like, I have no idea if he recognized me as an actor or if he was just like, hello, fellow citizen. <laughs> <laughs> But he walks over to me and he goes, what are your goals with your workout? And I was like, I was, I was in such shock. I just said, well, I guess the simplest way is I, I put it is I'd like to look like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. And it's a, a little pause and he goes, you have to eat a lot of carrots. Okay. <laughs> Man, noted. noted. So for like, for like months, I was just pounding carrots. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Did it work? 
To this day, yeah, I got in good shape because basically I wasn't eating any carrots. But to this day, I don't know if he meant like, like, like vegetables or like specifically <laughs> carrots. Hilarious. That's I don't so know, funny. but I bet you had a nice little orange glow to you. Mm. You have to eat a lot of carrots. That's yeah, what he yeah, said to me. Then he walked away. Okay, let me, here's the question. Raw carrots, or, raw carrots or cooked carrots? I don't know, but I love baby carrots. Like when you get a little, so little bag of baby carrots, mm-hmm. that's a nice snack. So poppable. We have so I, much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin with you guys. All right. I don't know where to begin with you guys either because so much has happened. Yep. So many things. It's been a minute. The fans have been clamoring. The fans gotta, have been... Yeah. Some of y'all are dicks. I'm going to be honest with you. Some oh, of y'all no, are no. dicks. Not, not a great way to start a show for the fans, but go ahead. But I'm going to just keep it 100 with you. Keep don't it 100 come, for them. Don't come at me with I'm lazy or come at me with, you know, uh, you know, I don't deserve to have my time to myself or anything like that. Because I feel like I do. I feel like I work hard. I mean, I might not work as hard as some of you out there. I get that a lot of you work way harder than I do, and I appreciate how hard you work. But to come at me and say that I'm lazy because we haven't put out a show in a couple of weeks, <laughs> you can eat a dick, dog. That's 100. That's right, one to the 100. Now I'm going to do a slightly uh, kinder interpretation of that and also do some uh, housekeeping overall for the fans. We're sorry we didn't put out a show. <laughs> For a bit, um, I'm prepping to, to act in a movie. So it is 100% my fault. Um, and in fact, uh, we're going to take a little break. We're, what we're going to do, housekeeping, and Joelle, correct me if I'm wrong, we're going to finish season six. Yeah. And then we're going to put out a really unique first episode of season seven. And then we truly are going to go on a hiatus because I'm acting in a movie. And it is pretty hard to do this well for you guys while I'm acting in a movie. Uh, I, I just can't. Do it. So uh, we're going to take a little break. But season, we're going to finish season six. We're going to do today and then the next one. And then the season seven opener is a really unique episode we did where for the first and probably only time we watched the episode live at a drive-in. Mm-hmm. So if you want to plan ahead, plan to watch that episode like instead of just when you're driving – some of you just will watch it while you're driving. It might be a little bit weird to listen to because we're, we're watching the show and talking about it at the same time. But anyway, the ideal way for you to listen to it would be to like to sync up watching the show with our podcast and pause it when we pause it so you can enjoy it the best way. Mm-hmm. But I'm then we are going to take a little break. Go ahead, Dom. I'm, Go ahead. I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. It is a very different version of the show. Right. There, will, there, there might be silence at times, especially <laughs> if we're going to do through well, the... Well, Daniel will cut some out, but... But then but, they then it won't be in sync with what right. the audience is watching. He's right, Daniel. Do you can't cut too much out. I was thinking about that, but that I think it makes it the most optimal experience where you get to hear us right. laugh. It's like we're all laughing at the same. Some time. Some of you will love it, and some of you will hate it. Uh, but just know, either way, it's the only time we're going to do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a small, brief break between the conclusion of season six and the premiere of episode seven, but it's coming and it will be fabulous and you'll really enjoy it. Uh, I think we're going to drop that September 13th. So, All right, there you go. There's your housekeeping and we love you. Um, And and, hey, you don't want us to go too fast because we're running out of episodes. I know I told y'all you could eat a dick for giving us, for trying to pressure You didn't mean it. You didn't mean it. I want to take some, I want to take some of it back now. How about just, I want to, can we, can we rewind? Can we time travel? No, no, I don't think you can take it back, but you were passionate. It's out there, huh? It's You're out passionate. there, huh? Yeah, it's already passionate. out there. But I appreciate listen, your passion. I and I appreciate the fans that have stuck with us and decided 
to not unfollow me. But for those of y'all who did, <laughs> <laughs> listen, like, people are real, man. About, people are passionate about the show. I get it. And so passionate listen. that they're willing to turn their backs on us. I didn't turn my back on and you. I took a freak. I had to freaking take a look. That's like that's like if somebody you're having a conversation with somebody and they go, "All right, hold that thought. I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back." And when they get back, you're like, you're a fucking dick, man. And you're like, why? I, I told you. I had to run to the restroom. I had to go to take a break. I had to take a break. And they're like, and they're like, no, you fucking turned your back on me. Too late. I already they unfollowed miss- you on Twitter. Right. That's what you. it is, man. They didn't they miss, miss me. They never liked me in the first place. They've been waiting yeah, to do, do it. You've been Listen, waiting to do it. I've noticed, I noticed, I noticed my numbers have stalled on Instagram. I've noticed. <laughs> I've noticed because you don't post that much. I don't post that much either. I, I post animation. Really... I post stop motion animation. I give you what you want, fans. Really good, is that dude. not what you want? Yeah. Is that not what you're you getting want? really good, dude? It's They're noticeable really in your in your posts. That class Seriously. definitely uh, kicked took, you up a notch. Took an Ardman class, and it they you know okay. So there's a lot of things we have to talk about. Uh, one of the things is uh, light and magic. Uh, we need uh, yeah, to we need documentary. To, we need to discuss that. I don't care what anybody says. But there's a saying in Light and Magic that George Lucas says, you know, when people are like, I can't do this. I don't think I can get through it. I don't know how, how are we going to do this? And, you know, he says, well, why don't you think about it? You know, and, yeah. you know, and, uh, and then within, you know, 20 minutes, people have already come up with the idea, right? Of yeah. how they're going to, how they're going to solve this problem, said problem. Um, that's what Ardman uh, Academy, uh, made me do it made me really think about what i wanted to do uh through lectures and uh master classes and stuff like that it really made me think about it i've taken two classes now both of them are made were amazing um i took stupid buddy studios animation class first and that was amazing uh alex uh uh kamer was the teacher there and then uh i took the ardman uh academy course and that was taught by so many people but the main guy was this dude Stuart. uh and what's great is that you're working with people who are in uh stop motion animation and actually are professionals and you can actually see their work whether it be from stupid buddies to robot chicken and you know super mansion to ardman academies you know wallace and gromit and and uh you know uh uh Sean the sheep uh, it's just so many there's so many of them on the Armin yeah. side you know what i mean but just to be able to find did they do these chicken outlets, run? they did do chicken run and they're doing chicken, chicken run was amazing too. chicken so runs good. they're doing two two's coming out soon oh they what? i wonder what i wonder what took them so long that was such a good movie that sounds awesome well uh, for those of you fans who are interested in stop motion obviously donald you're an amazing spokesperson what's the name of it ardman how do you spell it a r d A-A-R-D-M-A-N, Ardman. There you Uh, go. uh, Look them up. Look up Ardman Academy. Also, look up Stupid Buddy Studios. They have a class that comes, if you're in the States. And uh, Stupid, I think, is spelled S-T-O-O-P, right? Yeah, I do, yeah. Stupid Stupid Buddy spelled that way. All right, can we talk about another? That's awesome, and I'm proud of you. You're killing it. Can we talk about um, Batgirl being canceled? Insanity? Joelle, you're the expert on these things. <laughs> I know Joelle, um, has a, Joelle has a lot Joelle, to what's say. your hot take? I just have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, well, not a lot to say, a lot of thoughts. Uh, I'll, I'll take it from <laughs> my my friend's marketing and PR perspective of it. It's a 
interesting decision. It sounds Variety thinks it's taxes, which seems to be probable. Uh, if you don't follow entertainment news, here's what you need to know. Discovery and HBO merged into one conglomerate, basically. And Warner Brothers, right? Is Warner Yeah, Brothers- so Warner Brothers, which is HBO's overhead. So they've become one entity. So now yeah. the new heads there are trying to file down and organize, you know, what is this new company look like and what are we going to do going forward um and one of the directives of that is they want to move away from releasing on streaming which is of course is a big thing hbo did and initially that you know it caused a lot of concern in you know actors get paid more and producers and directors you know based off of box office so you don't want to skip the box office so it was it was challenging and, and a confusing time but it was covid and they had material to release so they released yeah. it on HBO and it became pretty successful. HBO blew up. They, I think, I'm pretty sure they you're had the first about, show. You're talking about HBO Max, the streaming service is what yes. you're talking about. Let's be so clear. So HBO Max had this moment where they were able to create a cartoon that was so popular. It was able to reverse and go off of streaming and onto television. That was the Harley Quinn cartoon. So they were having all of these huge wins and successes, but the new company doesn't want to do that anymore. Batgirl apparently was meant to be streaming is for HBO Max. They tested it for audiences. Heard a lot of mixed things about what happened at that testing. Well, you didn't hear mixed things about it being tested well. No one's no no one's rumors are that it tested well. That's it's not true. A lot of like really? I mean, yeah. So oh, there's a lot of critical thought of like it's not good, but DC has had a lot of critical failures that have been huge box office successes. So there is a fandom that enjoys. I know, but didn't your didn't your Occam's razor brain go to? There's no way they're dumping a hundred million dollar movie that tests well. No, because they still want to drop the Flash, and I heard nothing good about that. And its main star is a hot mess. I know that Ezra has a lot going on right now, um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I just assume by the same principle that must be testing amazing. This one didn't test well, and they're like, first of all, it's, if ninety million dollars is is the bu- is the budget, it's going to cost. Uh, I'm pulling a number out of my ass, fifty to advertise and release sure. it. So they are cutting bait because it didn't test well. That's my that was my assumption. I have no. It's idea. very possible. It's, I mean, like like you said, like we don't have confirmation, but what I do know is the people that directed the background movie just came off of having Marvel's highest successful. Um, show with Ms. Marvel, which has gotten a lot of success and a lot of praise. I think it was their number one stream show. So I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but they made the choice and we'll see where it goes. Um, I was reading the other day um, a critic who was saying, you know, typically you have to give these mergers like 18 months to, to get an idea of like, what is the new direction? How is it going to work? I think on some level, I'm excited. I love the DC properties. Um, I think. Right, what's your hot take on, because I saw gossip that even though Flash is testing well because of Ezra's uh, issues they may dump the flash which apparently cost 200 million yeah I think they should do that uh, Ezra's on a, a wild path that's hurt a lot of people um, and I don't think that the DCU needs this version of the flash or this movie to continue they're launching a new sort of direction with Black Adam starring the rock he describes himself as a uh, Franchise Viagra, which is true. <laughs> he says that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's the Rock's direct quote. He's franchise Viagra, and it's true. And I really like <laughs> only, the only, for that. only only someone like him could have that kind of confidence because like I, yeah, proof is in the pudding, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does it. So well, I, I franchise think, uh, he's franchise he, Viagra is a funny fucking really funny. sentence. Though. That is pretty true. 
But he he once injected into the bloodstream. Mm-hmm. He, he gets the he gets the oh franchise my, rock, it's hard. rock hard. Yeah, exactly. No pun intended. Rock no hard. No pun intended. No pun intended. So I hope they go in that direction and keep you know Jason Momoa seems to be in it for the long haul. I think they were going to have to do something with Wonder Woman because that last movie by I think a lot of people's own admissions not hot. So. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not I gotta hot. say that last movie was hot, hot garbage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I have my brain as a as someone in the production industry just goes to think about all the fucking hard work on both yeah. movies yeah. and the the innumerable hours of blood, sweat, and tears by every, every from the PA to the producer to make a two hundred million or a ninety million or a fucking one million dollar movie. And to have it scrapped is just—it's just so sad. Uh, I just feel—I feel for everyone involved because uh, the idea of working so hard on a movie and then no one ever seeing it—it's not like oh, you know, in the oh, old man. days, as as we all remember, the old days, if if you, if you made a theatrical movie and it, and it bombed, you dumped it to video, it was straight to video, it was like, mm-hmm. quote unquote, it was like a, it was like oh, it didn't work out, straight to video. Now we're talking about movies that are have been put this much effort and love and hard work into them, and like no one will, will ever see them. Uh, well, I, I hate to tell you this, Zach, but this is a format that's been going on in Hollywood for the longest, and it's called pilot season and shooting pilots, <laughs> and then no one ever seeing the pilots yeah. that you've been in and being scrapped. You're right. Them being scrapped. You're right. Uh, I haven't heard. I haven't thought about it like that. That's true. But uh, but that being said. I've never been on a ninety million dollar pilot in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't even mean. I mean, obviously, it's the, in the extreme examples. That's why these movies are so headline breaking. Is because a movie with a ninety million dollar production budget has never been scrapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's nuts. Why it, that doesn't bode well for Hollywood either. Like, if you're on the outside looking in, like you know, there are certain. Uh, I'm not going to say there are certain uh, uh, senators and and Congress people out there that are like this Hollywood I told you they just throw money away they just throw the money away and they give it to their friends that's what you know what I mean I looking at looking at this I'd be like 90 million dollars throw throw them shit to me you know what I mean <laughs> look at what I can do with that shit like golly that's man that's a lotto ticket right there that's what, speaking of speaking of this topic I loved and I highly recommend to all of you uh, 13 lives now, this was an MGM movie that was supposed to come out theatrically and really, really deserved to be seen theatrically. Uh, if you have the chance, don't do what I did and watch it on your laptop mm-hmm. um, because it's a shame. Amazon bought M- MGM and they decided to just take it straight to streaming. This is, I think, Ron Howard's best movie ever. It's about the 13, oh, sorry, 12 Thai boys and their coach who were trapped oh, in a cave right. and rescued. It's Viggo Mortensen, Colin Farrell, Joel Edger- Edgerton. Is that how you say it? Edgerton? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fantastic. I'm telling you to see it. I'm excited about it. Um, but it's, one, it's, it's kind of the reverse story where you're like, this is, I mean, I think it could win Best Picture. It's, 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 it's so good. And I, and I can't believe that they went, st- Amazon chose to go straight to streaming with it. I don't know if they're doing any theatrical releases over there. I mean, I'm sure they'll do the qualifying. I mean, if for... you look at what Disney Plus is doing with streaming, I imagine that everybody's trying. Like, why not try and create that type of format? Like, they put out movies in theaters and they put movies out on streaming, and it seems to work both ways for them. Or am I tripping? I just think that if you, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm still of this. Maybe this is old school, but I'm of the school of like. 
if it's if it was shot to be a, a movie that potentially was made for theatrical release, like give it its shot, give it its give it. Its oh yeah, chance. absolutely, absolutely. And like and like if it's not performing, okay, then then you and you have a lot of money on it, then yeah, then go to your streaming platform. But like, you know, okay. give them. I'm just gonna say they had a lot. Uh, uh, DC has had a lot of misses with their movies, and they put these some of these movies out, and they've been so bad that they've been considered like the worst movies of the year and stuff like that. Not once, but multiple times. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. and, and so, uh, uh, I, 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 you know, when when it smells like shit, eventually you want to freaking wash that thing. You know what I mean? Like, can I put that on? Can I get that on my sound for my soundboard now? <laughs> yes, gotcha. When it smells <laughs> like shit, eventually you want to wash it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or or throw it out? Or you know what I mean? I don't know. But look, that's and so I think that's where they are with with everything they're like what we're doing with i think i think the company itself is stepping and saying what we're doing isn't working i don't think there's a band-aid that can fix it let's just switch everything around they need a they need a kevin feige and apparently they're looking well, for one it'll be interesting to see that'll be hard. On that's, that. that's hard to I mean, find man i, I, I know i mean he's he's sort of one in a zillion but don't you think well i mean i mean star, if, I, if i was in, it took if I was star in charge, wars it took star wars a really long time to find and they it seems they found it with uh with fav and feloni but uh and 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 feige you know feige's been around since the beginning of marvel though i know but the dude doesn't miss he doesn't miss yeah he does some of those movies are trash man come on now let's keep it 100 man well i don't watch them all you watch them all i don't watch them all to be honest but look let's be honest some of those i i I, as much as i want to be in all of the all of the properties (laughs) that we're talking about (laughs) all of the properties that we're talking about even batgirl I would freaking throw my life on the line to freaking be able to do all of the stunts and action shit that they probably did in that bad boy and kicking ass, man. I would be so freaking excited to be a part of that, even if at the end of it, they said it's never going to come out. But maybe that's because I'm used to that. You know what I mean? I'm used to doing projects. I'm used to pilot season. Oh, I'm spitting. I'm so ex- passionate about it. I'm used to, <laughs> Good thing you got I'm that, used mic- to pilot that uh, season. blocker. Yeah, right. Thank goodness. I'm used to pilot season. I'm used to all of these things. I'm used to feeling like this is it. This is my big shot. And then it not happening. You know what I mean? And then like are the show that we're all talk going to talk about in a couple of minutes, Scrubs. Sometimes it does happen. It's the, it's the roll of the dice. And Warner Brothers is willing to take that role right now. It's willing to roll the dice right now and say, look, everything that we have is not working. And we know this. And all of us know this, too. You can say what you want. There are certain things that are working. There are little pockets here and there that are working. But let's be honest, man. You're not excited for it like you're excited for Disney+. Plus. When Disney+, Plus shows up, you're like, yo, let's go. Fucking, like, The Mandalorian. Freaking all of these Marvel things. Like, you get excited for that. And Warner Brothers wants that too. And they have the properties to do that. So why not right. say, you know, what we're doing right now isn't working. Let's let's figure yeah. something out. Well, I, 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 I agree you. with I agree with it. I think it sucks as an actor or as a producer or as a company who has invested a lot of their energy into uh, the DC uh, and all the uh, people brand. and all the yeah. humans. All of the humans that have been involved in that. I know it sucks that this is happening. Uh, uh, and I'm so happy, you know, like, a part of me was a part of this. You know what I mean? The reason why Legends of Tomorrow didn't come back was because they were like, we're not going to bring back all of these shows. You know what I mean? There, there's there's petitions to save these, you know, Legends of Tomorrow. 
It's probably not going to happen, but it's because they're doing this and they're trying to reverse or not reverse or course correct where DC's yeah. going. And all of you out there can say what you want to say and be like, Donald, you fucking tripping. But as a whole right now, it ain't working. Let's keep it really, 100. It'll be really interesting to see. I think it's the only thing really left to see is if is is if they release the Flash or not. That's that's really fa- a fascinating uh, thing to, to 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 think about. I mean, well, obviously, yeah, I, I mean, don't, I don't, think, I don't think there's good, any there's, they, there'd be there'd be no doubt they'd release it. But it sounds like look, they're considering it now. If it's good, listen. How about this? If it's good, I would suggest putting it out. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I hear keep it's it good. I'm gonna keep it 100. Aquaman. I like my rumors, my, my rumors, my, my rumors, uh, my rumor, my, what do you call them? My, my whisperers. Tell me your rumor good. mill, your rumor mill. No, remember in Game of Thrones, that guy who was like the whisperer. Yes. Oh yeah. Varys. Yeah. Varys. My, yes, my Varys is, my Varys is <laughs> tell me it's good. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it your priority. Therapy personally for me has helped me a lot focus on my goals. And you've heard me talk on the podcast of the whole idea of whiteboarding and manifesting and and really getting clear with myself what I want to accomplish in my life and where I want to set my sights. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RealFriends. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with... What? A second host? 
I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season I am joined full-time by world-renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in season three? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translate is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. Janie, this sounds like an all-new format. Podcasting 2 is finally here. Thoughtful perspectives on current events. Stunning, sexy, bold interviews with an all-star lineup of guests. And the all-new Beauty Translated Love Line, the first ever. Be a part of the Beauty Translated Transcendental Podcasting Experience by calling our helpline at... 678-561-2785 For any problem you may have we will do our best to make it worse Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Bye Bye One thing, did you listen to that song I just sang? Me? Yeah, I I texted you a song, her song I don't really know her. Oh. oh, I love her. How do you not know her, dude? Dude, this song, you guys, I, I, I don't have my rig to, to play it, but... Um... Joel, it's happening. What? What's happening? Next, next thing you know, Zach's going to be into Neo Soul and everything. He's that would be amazing. Be like, be I really like it if every day right. Zach brought a new Neo Soul oh, song. Hard... <laughs> Joel, you know this song, her Hard Place by her? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Woo! Are you kidding me? Yes. Are you kidding me? You know that song? Are you kidding me? I've been jamming. It's so all right. So I grew up Dude, with this my, young lady. I grew up with this on. young let me, lady. Let me, let me just finish. I, no, because she probably heard Can it because I, I said your fucking thought. There is my, nothing left oh, in this say. My assistant, I was driving with my assistant and he put this song I'm on. Caught and up all, of a sudden, of all of a sudden a I'm like, place. all of a sudden I'm like, mm, what is this? <laughs> It's her. And then I got my Shazam out. You know how old that song her. is? That song I don't is know, so but it's amazing. Yeah, it's, I listened I've to been, it like 400 times today. Yeah, I've jammed that song. I, that's my, dude, you and I should have been married. We should have gotten married. We should have just freaking. <laughs> no, because I couldn't. We're I don't want to listen to Drake. I don't want to listen to Drake. You would have been listening to her. I'm telling you, you would have been listening to the, We listened to the same shit. We should have gotten married and then had an open relationship where we could, you know, do whatever What do they call uh, the kind of rap? Is it trap? Where, you, where it's kind of like... Trap music. That's trap monotone, music. The monotone uh, kind of vibe? Trap yeah, music. I'm not into trap. the trap, but I really like her. Let's get, <laughs> all right, our last thing, and then we'll get into the show that we call Scrubs. What, Dan, why are you frowning your brow? I was uh, I was listening to the, I I hadn't heard this song and I was like oh it's a trap song let me listen to it. I was like this is some trap oh, music no no it's <laughs> not. no no no, no. I was no, no, you're no, conflating no, two no, different no, things no, no, no. oh okay that song is fire and it's my new favorite song I'm gonna listen <laughs> to and I love her voice I didn't know her her song that was a trap so song. I grew I was like, up what? so I grew up with this young lady named Misha Hedman right uh, and she is she works with her she originally worked with Alicia Keys and now she works with her Alicia Keys I grew up with also uh, anyway. So I've been up on her for a really long time. Misha used to put out like on her Instagram, like promotions of where her would be at the equivalent of hotel cafe, small little venues yeah. where not yeah. a lot of people would be there and stuff. Yeah, She's been around for a while. She can play the guitar. She's a musician. She could play mm. pretty much every instrument and she's got a dynamite voice. I think I get what's key for a lot of uh, young women in this industry. If you have a baritone voice and you can sing from your chest, it mm. really does work. Because Lauren Hill, her, 
You know what I mean? Mm. It's all kind of like the same sound, and it's all very. She does low remind me. She she reminds low me of old register. school Lauren Hill, but yeah, that, that song register. could be on the the miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's like yeah, that no vibe. doubt. No doubt. Uh, Brandy, all right, should we get I into the it. show? Uh, no, because I got to talk about light and magic. Okay, well, let's do a short thing. There's a, a Donald's yelling about the amazing documentary about industrial light and magic that's on Disney Plus. I liked it better than the sequels. It made me want to watch the prequels, which I, I don't get mad. I've never seen. Um, but the, the movies, the documentary is so interesting that it makes you want to watch them. I think, first of all, Phil Tippett, you're my hero. I've said it to you before. I'll say it to you again. I've never, Have you never met him in person? Never said it to his face. Never met him in person. But he is my hero. He's the reason why I think I that's going to be your fiftieth birthday uh, present. Is I'm gonna I'm gonna find out how much it is for to fly Phil Tippett to your house <laughs> and have him hang out with you for an afternoon. And we just do stop motion animation. All yeah, time. and he just animates with you for like an hour. I'm gonna that's gonna be an hour. Present. I need more than that. I need more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay the extra. I'll pay the extra if he's into it. I'm gonna find out what Phil Tippett's hourly is. It's probably high. I don't care. Whatever you get it, whatever you get it, whatever ILM pays you uh, daily, I I, I think Zach can match it. (laughs) That's that's your 50th birthday present. I just figured it out. All right, uh, count us in, baby. We got to start this fucking show. I know it's been like a half an hour. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who. This episode is bizarre, but I laughed yeah. a lot. I did laugh a lot also. It was ve- it's a very straightforward message though. You know what I mean? Like say no when you don't want it or guess what you're doing? You're settling. <laughs> That's the whole episode, dude. Yeah. That's and the also, whole and episode. Also, and also the other main message is how uh, parenthood changes you. Well, how yeah, parenting changes how you look how you look at everything. Your perspective definitely changes uh, when you realize w- there's more at stake other than just yourself. And absolutely. Our best friend, Carrie Brothers, we should announce, just had a beautiful, beautiful little boy. Oh, congratulations. Oh. He Finnegan. and Jess. Yes, he and Jess. Jess had the Jess, baby. Jess Weiss, yes. Our yeah, composer, his Jess composer, a fancy composer wife. Who's, she uh, had, also she had, the, she had the baby. Carrie she, just, has the, she has the vagina, and, yeah, but Carrie, Carrie did plant his seed. Yeah, Carrie shot, shot, shot. He shot a shot. <laughs> shot, shot. He shot, shot up shot. the club, if you will. Shots fired! Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> he shot up anyway, the club. Anyway, it's exciting. Our, 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 bestie has a, our besties have a beautiful little baby boy. So, Mazel Welcome to the guys. club. Welcome to no sleep. Welcome right. to all of it. No sleep. Can't Enjoy. Go. It's so much no fun. <laughs> yeah. Donald always says all the horrible things about it, but then he's like, it's so much fun. So I bet how a lot of parents feel. Yeah. 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 It, it's the worst thing ever, but it's so much fun, and I wouldn't try it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. We are, we are, this is episode, what number, Joel? Uh, 621. 621, everybody. Uh, this is the penultimate, meaning, which is one of my favorite SAT words, mm-hmm. meaning second to last episode of the sixth season. I used to think it meant um, last, but penultimate means second to last. Ultimate mm. penultimate. means last. Yeah. 
This is the pin. This is your pin ultimate chance here. Yeah, right. This is your you penultimate. Second uh, to last chance. Oh, that's, you can say that to your kids <laughs> when you're mad at your that's kids. You this, is your your kid. this is your penultimate chance. This is your penultimate chance. All right. This is your penultimate chance. They're gonna look at you like, like, "What the, the heck fuck are you talking pen- about?" This is your second to last. Let me second to last. Let me second to last. Remember that penultimate. Penultimate. S A T. I saw Bullet Train too. Wait, did you see? Did you see Top Gun Maverick? No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go soon. I, Are you um, kidding me, man? I know. Don't yell at me. I'm gonna go while it's still in theaters. <laughs> you went and saw Bullet Train before you saw Top Gun Maverick. I'm gonna go see it. I gotta say one thing though. Can I say one thing off topic? You can say I know I never you... do. <laughs> to my fellow directors and sound mixers who might listen to this movie, it used to be the problem that the prints of the film, when you're actually projecting film, would always be different. And and the joke with directors is, oh my god, you're never going to see it as good as it looks in the lab again because it'll always look like shit and the projectors are all shit. Now it's all digital. And I'm told the only variable, really, because it's binary code, is that some theaters turn down their bulb to save the lifetime of the bulb to save money. But other than that, it's still a digital projection. But the sound mix must be always different because I've seen two action movies in a row now, and I can't fucking hear the dialogue. There's like 20% of the dialogue missing because I'm sure it sounds amazing in your perfect mix studio, but in the movie theater... So much with all these action sounds, I can't fucking hear the dialogue. Maybe I'm just it old. Might, Do you guys feel that it, way? It, well, it might be feel that way. It might be also the theater that you're in. Also, some theaters are definitely made so that you feel like you're still in the studio where the mixer was. No, one of them was Man's Chinese, which you would imagine is probably the best sounding theater in the world. Oh, I don't know. We might need to beep that because I don't want Man's Chinese coming after Zach when he premieres his movie there. No, I'm okay with it. I I, I love man's Chinese. You remember theater. when you yeah. said I would, Zach? Remember when you said our theater sucked? The sound sucked <laughs> in our theater, and we put me in your man's movie, Chinese. huh? I remember love man's Chinese. In you fact, said you wanted Joe. You wanted to put your hands in the freaking cement, didn't you, Zach? <laughs> I love man. I love man's Chinese so much that when I'm excited to see a movie, I go, I'm gonna go see it at man's. Like this is like the place to see a movie. But I went to Mans, and then I also went to another uh, giant chain place, and it's two action movies in a row where I'm like, I'm missing 20% of the dialogue. Now, I'm sure that it sounds great in the final mix stage, but like I'm saying, the, the, the variable of picture is kind of gone uh, these days, other than somebody turning down their bulb to make to save life of their bulb of their projector. But the variable of sound difference is is there more than ever because maybe you're right. Some people crank the bass for their theater, or they crank this or that, and they're fucking up the mix. So you, you're missing like twenty five percent of the dialogue. Right. I think, That's my rant. That's my rant. I couldn't hear some of Bullet Train. I to- I totally understand where you're coming from. I feel like a lot of these movies aren't uh, necessarily. Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of these. I think a lot of these movies are missing. Uh, it all goes back to light and magic, man. I think a lot of these movies are missing the mark when it comes to the things that they can do. So it's like, all right, you can. We can do anything now, but the one thing that's lacking is good story. So now people are, you know, still focusing on we need to have the best action sequence or we need to have the best explosion sequence or we need to have the best flying sequence and they're missing story now and so you know did it matter if you missed 20 minutes of the conversation 
Um, I, I think it does, and I, and I don't mean, and I'm sure the filmmakers and the sound mixers would would be, would hate to hear this. They, you, you you struggle because I've done it myself on uh, so many times to get everything perfect. You're literally like, can you turn the fucking lighter sound down one decibel? Let me hear it like that. I mean, that's how anal you are to get it perfect. And then you don't want you don't want the audience missing dialogue. I mean, it's all supposed to be perfectly balanced. You know what I mean? Right. I understand that. But was that what the was the movie about the dialogue? It doesn't matter if the movie's about. It could be one was Nope and one was Bullet Train. They're amazing uh, directors who were telling giant stories. You, they don't want they don't want their words missed. I totally hear it. I saw Top Gun Maverick. There's not a yeah. lot of talking in it. There is talking in it, but <laughs> I was able to I was able to understand everything they said. You know what I mean? I'm gonna keep it 100. I don't know if it's the I don't know if it's the theater that you went to, and I don't know if it's the creators of it. But I'll yeah. tell you one thing. The special effects meant nothing to me in Top Gun Maverick. Because there's uh, no the, special effects. They really were in the fucking planes. It's real. But all of that shit wasn't... That didn't mean anything. Even that meant nothing to me. The story is what saves that movie, yeah. man. That's yeah, what's right. really great about that well, movie. Of and course. I think that's, and I think that's what missing is... That's what's missing in some of these movies. Now, I haven't well, seen saying, Bullet you're Train. Saying a, you're I haven't seen separate, Bullet Train. You're saying a separate seen, thing. I was saying a diatribe on sound mixing, and you're saying stories missing but I think, from a lot of action movies. I agree. I, <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's part of it. I think, I think the reason why you missed out on so much is because they're trying to get the sound so fucking dope to make it so that the audience is having an experience from, with mm. the sound. And I, don't think, I think that's missing the mark. Fuck that shit. Tell a good story, and the shit will all, it'll all fall into place. You know what I mean? I think that's the, fight the problem. Sequences are, the fight sequences are, 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 are the fight choreographer, whoever did the fight choreography in Bullet Train, it, it, was, it was sort of the biggest standout, I think. It was amazing, fight sequences. I think uh, that's the story. I think that's the story of the movie, though. You know what I mean? I think the story of the, like, yeah. I think the story of the movie is check out the fights that we can, that we can, we can do. And look at our Joey King, all grown up mm. and starring in a movie she's with a, Brad Pitt. She's Amazing. a movie star, man. But Do you remember when knew, uh, and Wish I Was Here when was, you did our, when you did our yeah. scene when you did your scene with her? We knew she was a movie star back then, though, man. She's a movie star, though, man. Yeah. She's like she's got like she look this all right, the Joey King moment. She's got she's got like she's so beautiful, first of all, mm-hmm. so talented. But she, so talented, she's. Not to plug she, Wish I Was Here, but her hold fucking on, hold acting on. in Wish I Was Here. Right. She's so talented, but she's also quirky and funny, which mm. is so important. And cool. Right, and which cool. is so important for an actor or however I'm how much an actor. What's the correct way to say it, Joelle? Actor is fine. Actor. <laughs> but for an actor, and I don't want to get in trouble, yo. No, you can. Yeah, I, I, I have always you know what uh, I mean? referred to like, actresses as actors, too, but I don't want to say it wrong either, Joelle. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, I like actor. It's all encompassing. Yeah. Everybody right, yeah. But I think, I think it right on. I think it's so important for actors to have uh, a really good sense of humor. And she has an amazing sense of humor. And so she will not only be able to do drama, which she did in Wish I Was Here, which she did fabulously in Wish I Was Here, but she can also do comedy. She can also do uh, romance. She can also do action is what we're seeing right now because she's so athletic as well i really yeah. do believe she's a movie star man and i felt really princess proud movie. of her dude huh i really you said and a princess movie that princess movie kicked ass i don't know if you guys saw it yet that's it's where she's like a, that's where she's like a, a fighter and stuff like that a fighting yeah. princess yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, princess yeah. is being forced to marry off and she has to basically like 
get down the tower through all of these like an army of people and so she's like sneaking around and stabbing them and oh it's just she's such a badass in it look i'm just saying man we but we knew this when she was a kid when she was a kid you know what i mean uh we knew this when wish i was here when we were working on wish i was here we knew that she was this and so you know it's really good to see it come to fruition i'm proud of her I, i i gotta say watching her kick ass with brad pitt i felt proud of our joey king all right, why don't we take a break, and I, we promise you, audience, we will, we will finally talk about Scrubs, the television show. Okay, we'll be right back after these words. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with... What? A second host? I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season I am joined full-time by world-renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in season three? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translate is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. Janie, this sounds like an all-new format. Podcasting 2 is finally here. Thoughtful perspectives on current events... Stunning, sexy, bold interviews with an all-star lineup of guests. And the all-new Beauty Translated Love Line, the first ever. Be a part of the Beauty Translated Transcendental Podcasting Experience by calling our helpline at 678-561-2785. For any problem you may have, we will do our best to make it worse. Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. You probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you. 
to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. We're back. I sound like I have a cold this whole episode. Did you notice that? I didn't. You did notice it? I did not. Oh, I do notice those guns, though. I do notice those guns. Ladies and oh, gentlemen, mm-hmm. they's, them's. Watch this. Uh, Whoa, there are abs, yeah, abdominals, hey, as they say. Abs. He has. He didn't shred his This boy hard. has been putting the work in at the I gym. I did put the work in. I did put the work in. But he's also been putting the work in at the refrigerator and yeah. is eating chicken and broccoli, it looks like. No. No, do no you have chicken. To, do you have to be, oh, sorry. Do you have to be nude for this movie that you're about to do? Um, I, Not nude. I'm, I'm like in bed with my um, with my girlfriend, uh, shirtless. So I didn't want to not look my best. All right, let's talk about the show Scrubs. Um, I do sound like I have a cold in the voiceover and, uh, and on, uh, I just noticed that little trivia. Um, Elliot is questioning whether she, just to remind everyone where we are, Elliot's questioning whether she should marry Keith. She's having second thoughts. Um, Kim has just returned from the conference where we discovered she's pregnant. And I was lying to me and all of my friends uh, about uh, losing the baby. And she's actually very, very pregnant. That was a very funny moment. There's two funny moments. One, where Carla senses in the force that Elliot's obsessing and she (laughs) runs and grabs her. The The other one is when Kim keeps trying to... Uh, link with JD and JD keeps ditching her. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps he keeps totally dissing her everywhere. And the creative ways and the final one, he's literally trying to climb out the window <laughs> and she catches him. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it. He's not ready. But I totally understand, man. She totally lied. She said that the baby didn't exist. Anymore. Yeah, and she really wants forgiveness pretty rapidly. I mean, it's it's a little like Please give me some time, you know? She's very yeah. aggressive. Like, like but, we yeah. literally just left a conference. Yeah. Let's you, your lie just got found out. And she's like, can you forgive me? Like, right. now? Be my friend again. Yeah. Um, and you, guys, and way, you guys didn't really ever do it. Yeah, oh, wait. Be, no, well, you do do it. Well, you do do it after, they, after the baby's created. Because you've got, there's that moment where you yeah. try to work it out. So you're definitely bang. You're definitely banging in that before. I think I don't remember, but I, I think can I say bang? Said. Joel is is banging allowed? <laughs> yes, it's just fine. You Everybody know says banging. Fine. Everybody says banging, right? You We're know, banging is fine. Um, when did banging not become okay? Um, I don't. I just don't uh, want to be inappropriate. You know what I mean? I don't want people to be like this well, dude is so. Joel cool. will jo- Joel will tell you if you've uh, said anything that's not correct. Um, uh. So wait, I just want to point out that Beard Fassay is definitively the pharmacist because right, he is—it's—it's a hundred percent. This uh, this this six episode investigation into is Beard Fassay the pharmacist <laughs> or not is concluded in this episode yes. because he's clearly standing in the window talking to someone in the in the in the lobby. Yes, 
as he's been before. JD's conscience is a giant rabbit in a tracksuit. The tracksuit is because of Mr. Fratelli, his mean phys ed teacher, and the rabbit head is because his uncle once ate a rabbit and got belly worms. All right, without saying anything, Zach. Yeah. Joel, do you know who the Fratellis are? No. Daniel, do you know who the Fratellis are? The the Patellis? No. Fratellis. Fratellis. That last name is familiar. Don't don't look it up. Don't look it up. Okay. Okay. He's he's giving you a trivia question. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. Audience, do you know who the Fratellis are? No. Did you ever see a little movie called Goonies? Yeah. Just a little masterpiece called Goonies. Classic. Do you know what the bad guy's last names were? Fratelli? Good guess, Dale. Yes, you got it. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Now, Donald, do you remember who played the rabbit? Franklin got better. Yes. Our, I think he was our second AD at the time. Our wonderful AD. He was either the second AD or the first AD. I forgot. but He was the second who got promoted to first. Him and Scott. I have no idea who the voice is. Do you? No. Okay. I looked on, uh, even on Scrubs Wiki, didn't have it. Trevor don't okay. know everything. Trevor ain't got the answers, Zach. Um, Turk is uh, so excited about having his baby. After he's just said that women can be cuckoo, we then cut to him asking JD to hold his baby over a small net so that Turk can Photoshop his baby Duncan. That sounds like something you'd really do. <laughs> yes. I would do that. I, I mean... It's just because I'm into special effects. Like, we talked about Light and Magic and how much I liked it more than the sequels. Yeah. Uh, just to circle back to that. Reiterate, yeah, reiterate. Just, just just, to reiterate that, I too feel like I would take certain situations in my life and try and do... By the way, Photoshop, you know where that came from, right? Industrial yeah. Light and Magic. Industrial Light, Light and Magic, baby! Just put it, it out was, there. It, it was one of the guys' like little side projects, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was one of the. Yeah, it's exactly. So I'm just. I hope, he's, I hope he's rich as hell. I hope no one fucked up his Dude, his, his his winnings. I don't. I don't think anybody has fucked up their winnings in that area. No, I'm saying the way it's portrayed in, in the documentary is that it was like his little side project, and then he invented Photoshop, and then I I just hope that he. Uh, there was only one of, mistake. Piece of it all. <laughs> There's only one mistake ILM made. There's only one mistake, and that was selling Pixar. They were like, "I don't believe in this cartoon shit." Yeah, you take it, <laughs> Steve Jobs. Here, Jobs, it's yours. <laughs> yeah, that's true. By the way, I, I, Turk is holding a point and shoot camera, and I just, I just, I just was reading, and it goes without saying that the point and shoot camera is pretty much dead because of the iphone or or because of cell phones yeah. and and you know if you want a higher end pro camera you go and buy that but the point and shoot itself it, it, i just stumbled across an article that was saying is pretty much dead because your 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 can your phone is just as good yeah. yeah i i i wonder if this was what if people saw this you know what i mean like you always say from film to digital was a big big is a big big thing right it changed. It revolutionized the industry, and everything. It all goes back yeah. to it all goes back to light magic. But anyway, it changed the it changed the industry. So mm -hmm. when it went from film 
to digital? Were they like, pretty soon we're not going to need the camera, guys. That's what this means. We're not going to need this. We're not going to need the point and shoot anymore pretty soon. Pretty soon we're going to be able to use it on our phone. Pretty soon it'll be in our eyes. We'll be able to act. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I, I, could you see I, the I progression think... of, could you see the of progression course. of how this is all going to go, all go away eventually? Like, well, of course. We're starting I mean, I... to... We're the special thing about go ahead. sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, you go ahead, you go ahead, you go ahead. The special thing is is really the glass uh, of a lens of a magical lens. Um, I think so. Your camera phone is never gonna. Well, I mean, obviously one day it could, but currently it doesn't have a magical, beautiful. You know, from from one to a hundred thousand dollar and everything in between level piece of glass. I should say to priceless because a Panavision lens you can't even buy. You can only rent. Right. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see if, if uh, but what do I know? But if, if the idea of a pro camera will ever go away, uh, it's hard to imagine that tech. It's a sort of a waste to put that technology in a phone. Um, mm -hmm. But, but anyway, the, the market that was, that was holding uh, like, like obviously a point and shoot camera, like a dad taking a picture of his kid is now on, on the cell phone because not only is the camera quality insane, but you can also instantly then send it to your, your friends and your wife and your family. Right away, man. Like, it changed everything. It really... It, and I like film, man. Like, I like looking at old pictures from when I was a kid and stuff like that. I like the way that looked and stuff. Yeah. And it's... You, you, it's really interesting. You look at... The only time you get to see pictures of people like that are when they've passed away, though. You know what I mean? Because it's been that mm -hmm. long since uh, cameras have, since film cameras have been pretty much obsolete in the in the picture game. You know? Yeah. Uh, the idea of printing pictures, even. I want to give a shout out. Actually, I don't even think they're a sponsor of ours. I, I doubt they are. I, w I wish they would be. Joel, make them a sponsor of ours. But uh, FrameBridge. Um, <laughs> I don't know oh, if you yeah, guys have used bridge. this yet. They're really cool, uh, listeners. This is not an ad. I'm telling you, I've just used them. You you literally uh, send them. You I think it's an app. I don't know if it's an app or it's probably an app and a website. But you just you upload your picture. You pick a frame. You pick a mat. You can even choose a little plaque, and it comes and they send it to you. And you, you pick the size, obviously, and they send it to your house in like a week. It's incredible. That's awesome. I just used it, and it was I used it for a present for somebody. Oh, that you image back there. That's FrameBridge. So that magical thing of like, oh, it's annoying to print a picture and then I got to get framed and all that. Like um, I'm endorsing. This is my personal non-ad endorsement of FrameBridge. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Um, Cox says that pregnant women are allowed to be crazy. Donald, your thoughts? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, um, man. Um, I mean, I don't know how you can. I, when har I, I, I've never had my hormones shift so rapidly before. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I don't go through a lot of the things that women go through, um, yeah. from ovulating to, you know, all of these things change your pH balance, is what I, <laughs> I think your pH balance is your... Um, well, it changes that too. Your then. pee, about, your pee. It changes well, that. It changes that too. You know what I mean? Well, my pH balance changes. I get all fucked up. Yeah. Right, but it changes. Um, but it changes, so, it changes your hormone balance, and it changes so like it. It changes your equal. Like it. It, it yeah, messes with almost. you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's easy to be dismissive and call someone crazy, but I think you're allowed to. I think you're, especially if you're pregnant, and that's. 
forcing all of these changes to happen. And you can't go on medication to control these changes because it will harm the baby. You have to let this process happen. So I don't know if it's called being crazy. I think it's more like, you know, the baby is running its course through the mother. And you right. are, and the mother is more than allowed to go through these problems yes. and issues. All right, so wait, let's move on. Um, JD says that Kim can stay at his house, which is very nice. Um, he does assume that she's going to take the couch, which is, which is funny because, like, she is pregnant. She's not going to likely stay on the couch. But the rabbit is the one who tells uh, him to give her the bed. But here's what I understand. The second, I mean, Kim is not even out of the room. Kim isn't barely out of the room, and JD puts on a porno. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and you how it can goes. hear the noise. I couldn't believe this was on Scrubs. You can hear like fake porno noises off the TV. There's a door, and the she rabbit. Can't hit, she can't. The rabbit is the totally door. cool. That the rabbit's like down. Yeah. He's like, "Don't worry, I got." And he says, "I got. Oh, I got a carrot for her." JD and the rabbit are watching porn together. Kim yeah. hasn't even like closed the bedroom. She's like pulling her suitcase she, in the other room. She ain't coming back out. <laughs> By the way, it's you know back in the day when it was obviously it's not on his phone, so he's like he's watching a movie, like he puts on like a pornographic film. Do you think he rented it from the VHS store? <laughs> you remember when they have like the beaded area that only yeah, adults you got to, go in? and you had to. Yeah, I never, I never, I don't think I was ever made it to the age uh, while right. they were alive where I could go into the beaded area. <laughs> Okay, so everybody is um, mad at Kim at the hospital. All my friends are coming to my defense. They're rallying around me. Uh, As they should. They, uh, you give her the evil eye. Uh, but wait uh, a second. She's a, this is where we're having a – she was also a colleague, though. Yeah. So a lot of these people are being very unprofessional. Well, they're fr- I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like Ferris Bueller of the hospital. And, she, was uh, there. she was there the whole time that we were there, that Turk and JD were there. Kim was there the whole time. It doesn't time. matter. Every, everyone, the gossip has spread that she's done something horrible. And they're all giving her the cold shoulder. And it's funny. Uh, it's, it's Rob, it's, uh, Ted, and Lloyd are together. And they go, <laughs> hussy, liar. And then Lloyd goes, jerk. And then he goes, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Turk stares at a blank clipboard just to, he's so cocky. Fuck with patience. He likes to fuck with he's, patience. Yeah. He's so we were, Bill is reminding the audience uh, the stereotype that surgeons are so cocky. Well, they they have one goal in life, and that's to do surgery. That's yeah, it. They want to, and so he doesn't even need to look at the clipboard. He knows he wants I to just, cut him I open. Just, I already know what I want to do. I'm going to cut yeah. this guy open. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even need to look at the paperwork. Right, and then and then JD informs Turk, "Look, dude, this is a very." dangerous surgery it's risky you know especially uh the situation that this guy is in right now that he's put himself in to do that could cause this guy's life and turk doesn't give a shit which is you know i I, well it's not he doesn't give a shit he's he's being cavalier again like he's being a typical a stereotypical surgeon who just wants to do surgery on a guy and he he he's being I mean that was my interpretation. It's not it's not like he, the guy the, the guy would benefit from the surgery, but Turk's not fully Turk, Turk's being cocky about his ability to pull it off on an older man without any harm, right? Without consequences, right? 
Then we have uh, Lloyd and Sharice making out. Sharice. <laughs> That's Angela Nissel, right? That was Angela, yes. Angela okay. is one of our amazing writers on the show. She's, uh, she's uh, I believe, was last working for Mixedish. Um, she's a really, really good, talented writer. She's and, the one that uh, bought all of the. She's the one that bought all of the hip hop flavor to Scrubs, keeping it one hundred with everybody yeah. out there. Like you know, Common, all these people being on Scrubs. That's all Angela. Yeah. That was Angela's work, uh, and so she deserves a huge shout out. She bought a lot of. She bought a lot of uh, 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 relevance as far as like she spoke for from the hip hop community. And uh, 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 and so when Scrubs had all of that on there, it was actually genuine because it came from somebody who was about yeah. that. Who was about that? She was super cool. And uh, this is, I believe, her only cameo: licking Lloyd's face. Yes. Um, that was a sexy moment. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it didn't look bad. It didn't look Lloyd, like Lloyd, Lloyd looks like he's doing well. Angela's beautiful. Lloyd looked like he enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, she, I hope she likes speed metal. That's a good mixture. <laughs> um, and then the worst thing that's ever happened to Scrubs oh my comes God. up. Wait, you're, are you talking about Travelocity? Yeah, I am talking about Travelocity. Wait, before we get there, let me just uh, – I wrote a couple more things down. Uh, that's oh, the I, very next thing. Someone no, Someone says, how did you get so good at being mean? And then someone else says, it gets much easier when you're married. I thought it was something relevant to discuss. <laughs> And then uh, Carl is trying to throw the, a big bachelor party just to establish the story points. And uh, Elliot's being very controlling. She's a control freak. Control, she takes over, dude. She takes over. She takes she, over her bachelor party. Carl is furious. It's, she's, and and, and she, says, she says something funny I laughed at. Um, uh, my grandma still thinks I'm a virgin despite what was painted on our town's water tower. <laughs> Elliot's been yes. through a lot. Elliot's, Elliot's like the Arnold Drummond of Scrubs, man. <laughs> Everything has happened to her. Everything yeah. has happened to her. She's yeah. Arnold and Dudley. Yeah, that's a different strokes reference for those of you who are too young. All right, Donald, you you discuss it. I believe this is the only time we did this. It's so cringe. It made me even this many years later made my stomach turn. But go ahead. We did a travelocity commercial in the middle of Scrubs, so we can make some money. <laughs> so we can make some not extra we, money. Not we, not we. So the show could make some money. Yeah. For, I mean, was it for but I imagine party? budget. Was it, was this, no, I imagine it was, was this budget season, for the show. What, what year was season six? What year did we go to the rep? Was the the this Vegas is the final party. season on uh, NBC. Vegas, you go to ABC this, after that, yeah. Is this the Vegas rap party? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think That's so. a good question. I wonder when the Vegas rap party was. All I know is that we never did this. I don't think we ever did it again. But this was right around the time, just for those of you who don't know. We needed when, money. No, I was going to say right around the time when this sort of thing started to happen, where people were like, where brands were coming to TV shows and saying... Hey, if you can slip our brand in the show, we'll give you a whole lot more money for your budget, or you know, usually yeah. for your budget, right? That's real. That's what it was for. Yeah. So and every can... and Bill was saying no, 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 left and right, left and right. Other shows were doing it, and finally Bill caved and said, "All right, we'll try it." And this is so cringy and bad, um, but this is our, a travelocity ad that we say in the middle of the show. We even tried to make yeah. fun of it by being like, "See, wouldn't I be a great spokesperson?" Dude, I'm just saying, man. Look, I get it, and I had a we had some really fun things happen 
during that season. But this was a moment where you look at it and you're like, eee! yeah, it's super cringe. Is that jump? Is this where it jumped? We jumped the shark. Is this the shark jump right here? That's the no, question. If we kept if we kept doing it, it would have been. But I think this is literally the only time we ever did it. I think Bill probably said, oh, I, I imagine Bill probably had a lot of pressure and then finally tried it, hated it, and never did it again. By the way, Elliot hits three keys. This is such, it was so bad. She goes like, she literally hits three keys and she goes, my whole trip's booked. <laughs> <laughs> it's that easy. It's like, wow, Travelocity really is uh, easy. You just hit three keys and your entire, everything you wanted to have happen on your honeymoon is done. That's fucking hilarious. You don't even have to put your credit card in. No, you don't have to put anything down. You don't even have to pay for anything. It was so cringe. By the way, a little uh, uh, trivia I learned on uh, Scrubs Wiki. Uh, someone says that there's no place truly named Kokomo. What? Apparently, apparently there are many places named Kokomo in the United States, including Hawaii. Hmm. Where's the real Copacabana at? That's the question. Coco Cabana was a club. The hottest right? spot north of Havana. Havana what? Wasn't Cuba. that in New York? Cuba. Uh, wasn't it back Cuba? in the day Cabana was in New York? Was it, was it was like the place to go in New York? The Copa? The Copa? Let's see. At the Copa. Or Miami? Copa Cabana. The hottest spot, spot north of... So the hottest spot north of Havana. If Cuba is, if Cuba is south, is the southernest spot. Havana is in Cuba... The hottest spot north. That's everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, the, thanks, thanks for that, uh, in, Google. Yes. Club Cabana is a New York nightclub that existed in several locations mm-hmm. throughout New York. What years? Reopened uh, in February 5th. Opened originally November 10th, 1940. And apparently one just reopened in February 5th, 2022. At the Copa. Copacabana. The hottest spot it's north of Havana. A uh, hot gyno is back. I don't want a hot, hot gyno. Gu- Does your wife have a hot gyno? I don't want hot gyno. <laughs> I think I bet you he would like to think he's a hot man. But <laughs> hot gyno. He, defi- he, he hot defi- gyno's defi- fine when he's not your he wife. He definitely sees a lot of vagina though. The hottest <laughs> spot north of vagina. Uh. Anyway, Hot Gyno is back, and um, he's her Kim's Obi. Gyno. He's her, her Obi. He, yeah, he's her OBGYN, and it's a boy. And I, I, I was moving when JD found out he was a boy. I thought I got goosebumps. So did it I. was funny. There's a line where I go, "It's, it." I, I go, "It's a boy. What's his name?" And yeah, she goes, yeah. He, he didn't say. He didn't say. Yeah, right. Very <laughs> cute. Very. Uh, cute. That was cute. Sam Perry Gilligan Dorian is the name. Now, why did you say um, Gilligan again? Well, I think it's implied for uh, for the audience that uh, JD's a big Gilligan's Island fan. I, I think I say I want it. Uh, you and I had, had had battled over it, and you got Chewbacca, and I got Gilligan for our right. kids' names, which is which would probably be accurate because if I had to choose a pop culture name, I would choose Gilligan over Chewbacca. Well, you don't want to call your kid Chewie. That is cute, but maybe it's his nickname, not as his yeah. birth certificate Chewy. name. <laughs> Should we take an ad break soon, by the way? Because we're not having yes, a guest. Yes, let's go to um, break. We're going to go to we'll break. Be, we'll be right back after these very funny words. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with, what? A second host? I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season I am joined full-time by world-renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in Season 3? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translated is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. Janie, this sounds like an all-new format. Podcasting 2 is finally here. Thoughtful perspectives on current events. Stunning, sexy, bold interviews with an all-star lineup of guests. And the all-new Beauty Translated Love Line, the first ever. Be a part of the Beauty Translated Transcendental Podcasting Experience by calling our helpline at 678-561-2785. For any problem you may have, we will do our best to make it worse. Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heather's probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you, to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together, we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. we're back. Okay, um, so now Turk... Turk all of a sudden 
realizes that the patient has a kid. And has a grandchild. No, no, he thinks a it's a grandchild. Turns out that it's the guy's daughter. Oh, that's shit. And then Turk realizes, oh, now I have to look at this in a new light because Turk is a new father and he sees the guy as a new father. And now he reassesses all of his cockiness, right? And Yeah, because all of this can be fixed. You know what I mean? The guy puts the work in, puts the exercise in, all of these things that are going on with him can be fixed. And so he wants to give that guy the option before he decides to cut him open. Um, right. But that's that's at least Turk the way Turk sees it. Uh, JD, for some reason, sees it as Turk copping out and being a bit of a, uh, uh, what's the word, a coward. And Well, I think JD is like, wait a minute. JD doesn't understand, and we're going to learn that, that Turk schools him on, and, and Cox school him on, you don't understand. Wait till you have a kid, everything changes. So JD doesn't understand. That's what Bill's setting up here is... Mm-hmm. Is what are you doing? Why? Why you, you? You? What? What changed? You said he was a good candidate. You felt confident. You could. Your skills were up to par, and it didn't matter that he was uh, older in age. And what the fuck? And you're like, I don't know how to tell you this other than when you realize when you're a parent, you see things totally differently. I didn't know he was the father of a young kid. Like now, I see it totally differently. Now I don't want to take the risk. Yeah, and which sets up the word no, which I underlined heavily. You know, because this this is a moment where, you know, no is probably the one of the hard. You don't have a very difficult time saying that, Zach, I've noticed. Like and I I, I know you do have a difficult time saying it, but you're still able to say no, even when your body and everything is going against you and saying, just say yes, dude, you're still capable. You're still able to say no. That's a very good quality to have. As much as people might think no is a bad thing, the ability to say no is such a freaking mm-hmm. great power, True. you know? And uh, uh, and that's what we explore in this moment in Scrubs and how in so many different ways it can affect people. It can affect people in a positive way and it can affect people in a negative way. And uh, 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 it's just, you know, I... I for for some reason, I took that moment, this this moment in the whole show. I was like, "This is a great life lesson for anyone out there." You know, yeah. Um, we say yes to so many things because we don't want to let anyone down, and we want to feel like we're pleasing people, or you know, uh, we're we're scared that how we're going to be perceived if we uh, don't go with the crowd. But sometimes saying no, most of the times, I find saying no is very rewarding. And it and it keeps you out of a lot of the shit that you don't want to be involved in, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. uh, and it might take you uh, uh, to be in your late forties uh, to realize that. So we're 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 teaching you, younger folk, now. Learn now. <laughs> well, I've been listen. I've I've been watching you do it for the longest. Like I've seen things where people would be like, "Yo, you want this?" And it would be something that's it's not maybe the coolest thing in the world, but you could tell that you know it's it's something that somebody offered but when you when they give it to you what are you going to do with it i'm gonna i can't i can't do anything with it right now where am i going to hold it where am i where am i going to put it what can i do and you're very capable of saying no in a in a a nice way of course absolutely i'm the guy that would be like yeah sure and then when the dude turns his back try to figure out what the fuck am i going to do with this thing what am i going to do with this thing you know what i mean when the the way that i don't 
and 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 don't let him see me do whatever it is that I do with this thing. You know what I mean? When the better choice would have been to just be like, no, sorry, man. I, well, I you ever read that book, uh, The Four Agreements? No. Either of you, Joel or Daniel? I have not, no. I highly recommend this book to everybody. Um, it's short. You'll read it very quickly. Um, but one of the main tenets of it, I just Googled it to make sure I didn't fuck it up, but it's um, to be impeccable with your word. Speak mm. with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Now, that is a way more articulate way of just um, of saying be truly honest and, and, and you'll get yourself out of so many problems if you're, uh, if you're straight and direct. Um, and so, yeah, I think that if you're, if you're feeling no in your brain and no is true for you, you need to say no in a, in a kind, friendly manner. Okay, so I know this is going to skip a lot of things, but then at the end of this show, we go completely against this lesson. And JD says, you know what? Fuck it. Let's try and do this. But we know, but we know we have the we have the vantage point of knowing how that works out for him. Uh, the audience, the audience, at the time doesn't. But now those who have seen the whole series know how going against what he felt, going against his integrity, how that worked out. It didn't work out well. <laughs> um, Spoiler so we, alert. You skipped, you skipped one thing I want to talk about. Uh, well, first of all, Turk ran into Ugly Betty at Costco. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I thought it was a Photoshop, but you did run into it. Um, and then there's a funny thing in the, in the, in the cafeteria. All right. So I felt, saw this on the first thing I saw was on Scrubs Wiki was that when the janitor confronts JD, because he's happy that everyone's turned on him and they're mad. Right. The janitor barely has any storyline in this whole yeah. episode. He, he really has, has one line in the beginning and then one line yeah. at the end. Yeah. 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 It was, it, it, you know, it's a two part episode, uh, basically. And, and I, there was no room for, for Neil in this episode, I guess, but. He has two sentences. But anyway, when he comes back in the cafeteria, it had said on Scrubs Wiki uh, that, that on the, the, the lunch board behind him that dessert was spelled wrong. It was spelled as desert. So I thought that was kind of interesting, and I, I paused on it. And then I noticed something that's not on Scrubs Wiki, but it should be, is that under drinks, the only thing it says under drinks is hot Carl's. <laughs> 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 now, for those of you who don't know, Daniel, uh, uh, can you Google what a hot Carl is? Oh, no, Daniel, <laughs> don't do that. Your search engine will be fucked up forever. Well, it's, oh, it's it's too late for my search engine to be fucked up forever, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's not good. Is it pooping on someone's chest while, while having sex? That's yeah. a Cleveland steamer. I yeah, thought that was a Cleveland the, steamer. Well, what's a hot call? <laughs> I mean, for, for whatever reason, I'm not quite sure why this is an addition to the defecation. Uh, but it's someone who is usually covered in plastic wrap. <laughs> Wait, the pooper or the poopy? The poopy is covered in plastic wrap and then defecated upon. Oh. Sounds so sexy. You can feel it all over. Donald, how dare you? You can feel it all over, people. 
<laughs> All right. So anyway, you should pause, audience, if you're ever watching this episode on the janitor uh, shot oh, in the cafeteria oh, because uh, dessert is spelled wrong and the only thing they offer to drink is a hot Carl. No! <laughs> <laughs> Our buddy Patrick Bolton, uh, the offset dresser, he fucked up. <laughs> fucked up or he nailed it. He nailed it. He wow. nailed it. Somebody at Disney right now is like this. Mother, <laughs> get who like, on the phone? We got out of there. Yeah, we got a problem. Like whoever did uh, the like, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta fix this. Hot Cox Carl. has seen the Wiggles uh, live in concert twice. Yeah, that's the thing I find myself doing a lot. You know, the soundtrack that I'm listening to in my uh, Ionic Five right now that I'm driving around, mm-hmm. the lovely Hyundai Ionic yeah. Five, beautiful car, yeah. beautiful car, wonderful car. Um. The Zombies 3 soundtrack. Oh. I could, oh. And I'm going to be honest with you. Shit's fire. Mm-hmm. Shit's, slaps. <laughs> Do you listen to it when your kids aren't in the car? When they're not in the car, I find myself, come <laughs> out, come on out, come out, come on out now. In the park, in the wild, hey, come on out now. This is fire. Did you see that viral video? I think I probably said it to you of the of, of a dad jamming out to the like kids show song. He was like, this "Dude, they're song fire. Slaps. They're <laughs> fire." I listen to the Zombies Three soundtrack like it's freaking religious tapes, and it's Sunday, and I got the kids in the car, and we missed church, and we're on our way to Disneyland. Like, you know That's what I mean? Funny. I listen to it. I like love that. I love that you listen to it without the kids in the car. That's my favorite part. It's. I, it's you. You probably wouldn't put on the Wiggles red car though. No, 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 no. But like, Zombies Three soundtrack, High School Musical sound, the High School Musical, the musical series or whatever. It's no, called. I don't. We watched that too. Olivia Rodrigo be killing it on that yeah. shit. All of them be killing it. Like for real, man. We kids. I didn't have this when I was a. I, what, I take it back. There was one show back in the day. Two shows back in the day that did give you the good music. And they were slept on heavily, and one didn't last what? long. I don't know them. There was two. One, jam is truly outrageous, truly, <laughs> truly, truly outrageous. Whoa, jam, jam. That show was the music on that show was bomb. That one. Okay. And then everybody slept on this show back in the day, but Rags to Riches, man, had. What they did was they took like old school music and then remixed it. And so it would be like, so you know how I love him, I love him, I love him. And where he goes, I follow, I follow, I follow. They did a remake of it. And this girl singing it about this boy that she likes who plays basketball. And back in the day, that that one. And what was the other one that came out? We were in high school when this came out and all of our peers were in it too. Uh, like high school high or something like that. And it was like, it only happens. But somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. Once in a lifetime. Right? Carl Payne was in it. You only get a chance like this. Once in a lifetime. Mark Belukas was in it. I think I, no, no. Mark Blue who I went to high school with, with was in it also. This is a TV show or a movie? A TV show, and it didn't last long. Musicals never last long. Cop Rock doesn't didn't work. <laughs> cop Rock. I remember <laughs> Cop Rock. That was a big swing. What was the other one? The, the <laughs> law, the, the, the L.A. Law? What was the one where it was the musical and it was a law show too? Musical law show? 
Now, but do you have, oh, Joel, have you heard of Cop Rock? Cop I've Rock not was, heard of Cop Rock. Cop Rock was didn't like, last it was long. like, it was really bizarre. It didn't last long, but it was like NYPD Blue, but they would break into song. Oh, no musical hell, television man. show lasts long. Like, they Yeah, man, but dude, that show didn't, I mean, come on, man. Fame How many seasons a, did Fame go? Fame was a the original. The it, original was a, it was a syndicated show, though, bro. It was like I'm just trying to think of an example. Why are you qualifying was, it? I'm just thinking an example of a. I'm just saying it wasn't like that shit came on ABC or CBS or NBC. It also wasn't. It also wasn't like a show that where they broke into song like a musical. The music was like, like in context of they were singing because they were in a school where they sung, right? No, in Fame they would be walking down the freaking. Delancey Street, and all of a sudden break out to come on, man. Oh, it was like glee, like that. Because I know the wind that bought us didn't mean okay. Let's finish this up, baby girl. There are Um, a lot of people out there that know what I'm talking about. Carla plans a mega choose your own adventure bachelorette party. I mean, she really comes through, but that's that's what she would do for anyone, you know. That's like the so we talk about how Carl is the heart of the show and the, yeah. this episode needs that big moment because there's so much disappointment, you know? JD goes against what he should do uh, and and the other storyline is, you know, Elliot taking over uh, this moment for, even though it's her wedding, her taking over the moment of bachelorette party or planning the wedding, plan, sorry, planning the festivities that the maid of honor has. She took, she's taking that away from Carla. But she did it. You know, what was so genius about what Carla did was she, she did it the ultimate Elliot way. She, yeah, she, she did like a choose your adventure. So like, yeah. I, I, I booked this, I booked four versions of that. I've got three versions of that. If you want to pick up so-and-so uh, she's on the corner, if not duck, um, Right. Which was such a diss of that woman, but anyway, yeah. but uh, that was fucked but, up. That was Casey, so fucked up. Casey was like, "That's kind of fucked up." It is fucked yeah. up. Yeah, but I was, and, my, and then I said to Casey, "But she didn't know it happened, so who cares?" <laughs> yeah, but they told her like, "Wear a nice dress and wait on the corner. And Something then, might happen to you." I got so fucked up. Well, it it di- it didn't though. Sorry. <laughs> that character got all dolled up. <laughs> yeah, and, and stood on the corner. Diss, and they got dissed. Well, she's like, I guess I'll go get dinner. I don't know what that was about. Carla, what's that about? <laughs> uh, anyway, I thought that was a very sweet ending. And then JD, you're right. He decides uh, to settle. Kim, Kim, Kim wants him to, to, he says, you know, there's a one in a million chance that I'm going to forgive her. Uh, I'm going to try. That's, he settles, man. Like, and that's, you know I, don't how think it goes. That, I don't think that's a good, I, and we know how it ends, but at the, in that moment, in that point in time, I don't think that's a good message for JD to. Yes, but it's very good uh, series screenwriting to make you want to tune in next week. Hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent. All thanks to over our overlord William Van Duzer Lawrence the, the third, I think, or the fourth. But that's kind. Of, it's a controversial. It's a controversial thing. Uh, if anything, you know. Uh, yeah, but it's relatable. I think uh, lots of well, people can relate. But it's and, so. You know, but a it's good a, TV show makes you go, "Oh my god, I've made that fucking mistake. I'm so glad it's not me. I can't wait t- till next week when I can watch him fuck up." <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. that's it. We did it, everybody. We love you. Uh, we told you the plan. We got one more. Then we're gonna take a little break. 
Then we're going to do 701, and then we're going to take like a two-month break, right, Joelle, while I uh, make a movie? Yes. Uh, but we love you all very, very much. Anything you want to say, Donald Faison? Listen, I don't know why I say that. And I get so mad at actors when I'm watching movies and they start with a sentence by going, listen or look. Does, does that piss you off ever? No. Okay. When you're watching movies and the actor is in a scene, this is the one thing I want you to look for. I look for it all the time. These are the two words that you hear always. Listen and look. Sometimes without, sometimes it's every fucking line. Look, look. Look, every line starts with look or listen, 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 every line. Anyway, you know what pisses is, me off? When they remove what? the rear view mirror because uh, to get a better shot of the person. I can't the stand that shit no either, dude. <laughs> what the? Look, I, I am. Up. Hey, young filmmakers, old filmmakers, don't fucking remove the rear view mirror. I am Please. of the, I am of the, if you can't do it in real life, don't do it on CG. You know what I mean? Another I don't want to do his headrest. I've seen some headrest missing now too. Put mm -hmm. the fucking headrest back. What the fuck are you doing? If I got to wear a seatbelt, <laughs> you have to. Do you wear remember, a seat when, belt. remember when you didn't have to wear the seatbelts in the movies? I know now they won't let you shoot anything without a seatbelt. Mm -hmm. Is it right. in the front seat? No. But period. I think you, an adult, can be in the back seat without a seatbelt on. Still, mm, there is no. It depends law. on the company. I think it depends on the company. Uh, anyway. But anyway, say, don't I, fucking I was, take off the rearview mirror. Anyway, please. my point is, my I was saying I started my sentence with "listen." Uh, I am really excited uh, to have this moment of, you know, just getting my shit back together. Because uh, this whole summer vacation, I'm looking at it as a summer vacation. I've been hanging out with my children, which has been such a great blessing and such a great uh, thing. But it's taken me away from uh my uh weed not my <laughs> weed I've, i still smoke that shit but it's taken me away from what it's taken me away from you know my craft my passion and stuff like that right. and so i'm really eager for them to go back to school so i can figure out you know what the next step is because as of right now i am enjoying watching them grow that's really all i want to do i wake up in the morning and i'm like What's on the calendar? I got a couple of work things. And other than that, watching the kids grow, you know. Oh, that's and, very sweet. And I am really looking forward to these next two two months where I don't have to, as much as I love doing the podcast and everything like that, before we do it, it's a big stress. It's a big stress. You know what I mean? Like getting, getting it's almost like fantasy football. Getting the freaking, uh, making sure I get my notes in, making sure I get all of that stuff. Well, I think together. what you're saying is that we all, we always, you know, you, we don't phone this in. We really, we want to put on an entertaining show for y'all and, uh, and, and Donald and I do our homework and we, we want to, uh, I still, this many episodes in, um, like beforehand, I'm like, oh gosh, I hope you're entertaining today, Zach. Come on, you got this. Yeah. So uh, I, I always stress out about I don't want to be I don't want to have to be like Daniel, cut that, please cut that, Daniel, please cut that. When we do our notes and stuff like that, so I am gonna miss you guys. I am gonna miss you know. I know don't we have say one goodbye more. yet. We got one more. I know we got one more episode, and I I am gonna miss you guys. But I'm very excited to have a moment to you know decompress and. And, uh, I'm excited and, to listen to my new favorite her song over and over again. Hmm. If it's nothing, uh, nothing will change. I'm caught ooh. up in your love. 
and a hard place. What uh, if nothing to, to, to say? Uh, I'm caught up in your love <laughs> and a hard place. All right. We love you all. Five, six, seven, eight. Some stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a stories that you all should know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it! That's really it! And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) As a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) Change.Dork. Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.